Testing one. What, what's the thing we do? How do we start the show? Uh, this is... This is... This is Sass What? A show... A show about Bigfoot. Yeah. It's recorded for the... Uh, it's recorded for the skeptics, the, the knowers, and those with just a casual interest in the subject. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Seth Breedlove. And I'm your other host, Mark Matsky. I'm just going to set this on this table. And we're going to crouch down yeah, we're and talk. Crouch real low. So, we are at a... <clears throat> First of all, my name is Seth Breedlove. I'm one of your hosts on this show that used to be, and is no more, called Sasswood, a show about Bigfoot. We are at the International Bigfoot Conference in... Where are we? Kennewick. Kennewick. Washington. In the great Pacific Northwest, home of the legendary Sasquatch. <laughs> Sasquatch. Um, and if you're not convinced that Sasquatch is real... Turn after, this off. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, this weekend does not convince you, then you're simply not persuadable. We're, we're, we're currently sitting... Um, in a in a crowded convention hall, so we do apologize for the probably very very loud background noise. Um, Factly, there's a, there's a couple talking directly behind us. You might be hearing them even more than you're actually hearing us. So um, we wanted to do a show while we were on this trip because we well we've been together a bunch, but I don't think we've been together to this extent in a place that's entirely. This, this entire trip was sort of centered around Bigfoot, so yes. it seemed like a... Very Sasquatch-centric trip, yeah, to be sure. And it seemed like a good time to return to the subject and do a, a quick show about Bigfoot and maybe um, sort of update you on what's going on with us and, uh, and, and this trip. We're going to do our best not to even mention the name of those movies we make because people apparently find it infuriating uh, so we're, we're not even going to update you on that side. you mean those 40, don't, don't even those 40s screwball comedies yeah, those, that we make yeah the Laurel and Hardy oh, I said it <laughs> um, now we're gonna we're gonna we, th- we thought it'd be fun to update listeners on what's going on in our lives and where we're at with small town oh with sass what small town sass what just small towns yeah so anyway um do we want to do the announcement first yeah we can do that right out of the gate so the announcement's a little vague though still because we don't have all the details we we are coming back with a new show we at least have the title which is monsteropolis which is difficult to, to spell it's monster and then opolis. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we we are we're going to be doing a new show. It's going to be sort of centered around uh, not just Bigfoot, but but the paranormal in general and sort of uh, esoteric topics of our choosing. We have no format figured out. Um, what we do know is we are going to be uh, hopefully recording it in a in an actual radio studio. It will be going out live on the air. Uh, I don't remember our old our old what's the what's the uh, 
90... 97.1. 97.1 Wadsworth FM radio. Um, but then it'll be released as uh, probably 30-minute episodes uh, each week. And, and they, they kind of invited you to do this, right? Yeah, I mean, apparently that's kind there of was the a demand. Apparently it. there was a, de- a demand, as strange as this might be, for Sasquatch. Uh, in our area and it was the most listened to show on the radio there so they asked us to come back so we were we were wanting to do something but we knew we didn't solely want to focus on Bigfoot so the the subject is going to be kind of a broad range of crypto paranormal topics unexplained anything the unexplained the unexplained opolis didn't (laughs) sound quite as good so we, we went with monster opolis because it ties it to the thing that everyone hates. Um. <laughs> yeah, people hate polices yeah. for some reason. So anyway, um, so that's the news. We're, we're coming back. New show. Uh, we are on Facebook. So if you go right now and look up Monsteropolis, you should be able to find it. We're also on Twitter. And I'm sure eventually we'll get some of the other instagram and all that i'm sure yep. we'll get we'll just the... live stream our lives yep. basically well actually this is something along. i thought we should do because i had always wanted to do do it before but i do think when we're recording the show we should live stream it like on the yeah. facebook page yeah the only thing to be aware of is that these live streams are going to be like two two and a half hours long yep. so we're going to be recording entire months worth of shows at yep. a time the, the recording horrible unedited yeah the live recording will be taking place um once a month uh in the radio studio and then there will be uh four weeks five weeks worth of podcasts each month going out you think is tom gonna be our engineer or how's that gonna work yeah, i think he is i think Sweet. that's the plan so he'd be in there sort of producing the show live Tom's awesome. He's at uh, Wadsworth Community Radio. Tom Stugmeyer. He's one of the morning... He's the morning DJ yeah. show host. Yeah, He does everything there. Yeah, well, he's like on the on the town council and all kinds of stuff. So, wow. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's the that's our big news. We're coming back with a new show. Um, do you want to do we want to kind of like talk about this trip that we're on? Yeah, definitely. So. We're not going to address the name of the project we're filming because that will upset someone. Yes. And they'll just say it's one big ad for that. Yep. So we're... So we will not mention... So we're not going to mention Butterflies that. of America. Butterflies of America and Butterflies of America Part 2. So we're out in the uh, great Pacific Northwest right now. Um, we flew out on Tuesday... And we have been sort of, uh, so we rented a car. So we flew, okay, let's, let's start at the beginning. We, yeah. We flew into, well, no, let's start at the very beginning. We're sitting at home on Monday night and Mark, <clears throat> Mark stayed at my house, like, like, uh, two kids, uh, like two kids in grade school or something. Yeah. Mark stayed at my house. I literally crashed on the couch. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. So Mark, Mark crashed in my house, uh, because our plane ride on Tuesday was very, very early in the morning. So we, we actually sat up and watched an old Bigfoot documentary called In Search of Bigfoot. Um, and it's not In Search of the Leonard Nimoy. It was an old movie called In Search of Bigfoot that focused on Robert W. Morgan's search for Bigfoot in the Mount St. Helens area. We, we were watching this movie and within less than... 
or just around 24 hours, we were at the location where they filmed most of this movie. So that was a little surreal. So anyway, yeah. watch this this very interesting 70s movie together. Do we have anything we want to say about this movie? It's a great movie. Well, yeah, it is a great movie, and I ordered it. I haven't even told you this. I ordered it, too. <laughs> I ordered it that same night. I found a really good copy of it mm -hmm. on... Uh, might have been a new copy, but anyway, it's the thing I really love about it is that I think I mentioned this to you while we were watching it. It's like a, it's more of a slice of life mm -hmm. movie than it is necessarily a Bigfoot movie because yeah. you see just you sort of follow Robert W. Morgan around and the people that he brings on this research trip, but it really just gives you a sense of what it's like to have been on Mount St. Helens uh, pre-eruption and. The Something that really interests me about it is there's no attempt to persuade you that they have found any evidence whatsoever of Bigfoot's right. existence. Right. It's almost about the futility of the search. Mm -hmm. It reminded me in many ways of the um, the film Sasquatch, where it, it is fictionalized. There's a search party going out, and then it's interspersed with recreations of Ape Canyon and so forth. Mm -hmm. But but only in tone. I mean, this is completely just following this uh, um, the Sasquatch party mm -hmm. and uh, kind of chronicling their experience and ultimately the disappointment of having to give up the... Uh, Spoiler the alert, they don't find Bigfoot. <gasps> so yeah, so we, we watched that and then it was really quick because I don't know, how much time do we have here? We have, okay, 6.30, this is, okay, so we have a little bit of time, so we have like 25 minutes. Yeah. So... Um, immediately following, we were watching this on YouTube. Immediately following uh, that, there was a short, what, like 15 minute, very bizarre interview. It seemed like 45 minutes, but yeah. it was only. 15. There was a very bizarre interview that invo involved Kiwani lapsaritis <laughs> and two of the most bored, disillusioned. Professors, almost shocked-looking. Yeah, the one lady looked like, "What am I doing here?" Yeah, P professors and a host who seemed like he would rather be doing anything. Yes, when they and this is shot seemingly in the '80s. I would assume very early '80s or mid '80s. Yeah, um, just judging. So it's very, 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 very '80s, and it started just going by in, the glasses yeah, size. Yeah, the glasses. <laughs> just judging by the, the sort of glasses size. Um, you have to, it's like the tree, what do they call the, you know how you can tell the year of a tree? What is, it's kind of the, the same. Yeah, the, the rings on the tree. Yeah, the, the, yeah, those, the tree ring things. The tree ring scenario. Yeah, it's the tree ring scenario, but with glasses. <laughs> if you, if you sort of judge from that. Anyway, um, great. It's, it's, it's Henry B. May posted this on YouTube. Go look it up. In search of Bigfoot, but make sure you're watching the version that's posted by Henry May. Yeah. Uh, and that, that is the wonderful thing that we were watching. So anyway, uh, the next the next morning we were up bright and early. We got on the plane. We flew uh, eight and a half hours or whatever to Washington. And we got in, rented a car. And we began our our immediate like this was all within like 40 minutes we were on the road mm -hmm. to Mount St. Helens from Kennewick Washington yeah so and the first thing I think that surprised both of us was flying into Kennewick where the International Bigfoot Conference is this is not a spot you would immediately imagine there being a Bigfoot conference 
because there doesn't seem to be any trees. I don't know that. Yeah, I, I don't know if they bloom all tree. up years ago <laughs> right. or what happened. There's no trees in this town. Yeah, I mean, the, you imagine Pacific Northwest, and the first thing you think of is trees, you know, rainforest, trees, huge forests, Big and flood. it's none of that. I mean, it, there's hills and mountains, but it's all desert scrub. And we were driving out of town, and we saw an old mine and stuff, and mm. we're just commenting to each other that this isn't at all what we expected. Yeah. So we. We drove all the way from, we, drew, we got to follow the Columbia River, which is pretty amazing. Um, drove through Oregon. I think when we finally started getting into what we kind of pictured as being the PNW was when we hit that uh, Dow, the Dalles area. Yeah. Uh, we saw the big waterfall and all that. And mm -hmm. then you start coming into like the mountains. And, and it's funny now in retrospect, because we saw things that made that look like nothing. But yeah. We're, we're like two Yankee boys from, <laughs> you know. So like we we're coming around the Dalles and we're like look at all these mountains <laughs> yeah. and um, and then we drove the further the further we drove which would have been I guess north we were driving mm -hmm. right the further north we drove the the more yeah west and then north west and then north yeah. the more mountainous and rugged it became we kind of came around this one corner mm -hmm. and then no this, this is true yeah came around the corner and then there's Mount Hood. Mm -hmm which is towering over everything else mm -hmm. and i think we were both sort of like oh snow hey. snow capped now this everything. is what we yeah. had in mind yeah so so we we drove to mount st helens area and we met uh mark marcel at a at a um at a gas station in like woodland uh washington or woodland washington yep. or oregon okay washington yeah washington so we we meet we meet him and we so Mark Marcel, for those who don't know, is like the the Abe Canyon expert. He he located the original cabin location from Abe Canyon, and he um, he's like the guy. He's yeah. Like everyone goes. To, he's done more research and investigative work into the Abe Canyon story than than anyone. So I he, felt like he was a real kindred spirit to both of us yeah. because of his love for mm -hmm. the archival sort yeah. of like historical stuff. Yep. So we met up with him at a, at a gas station. Some guy got mad at me for cutting him in line and cussed me out. This is within, like, this is my first real experience with anyone <laughs> from the Pacific Northwest. He it's almost just, threw his ice bag at you. It's, yeah, it's just this guy cussing me out for cutting him. And then he was cool about it. Like, he, he flipped. Yeah, like, he flipped no, instantly. No, cool, it's all right. You were in line. Like, hey, man, it happens to everybody. <laughs> so it's really odd. That's uh, Washington in a nutshell. Yeah. So anyway, we... we uh, so we follow Mark, and we're we're heading out toward Mount St. Helens, which is an hour and twenty minute drive or whatever, mm -hmm. which ended up being much longer than that. I think it was close yeah. to two hours to get up there. So like we're trying to get there before the sun sets because I needed to get some. I don't want to say drone footage because that would be illegal. Um, right. But maybe aerial. Maybe some, no. Maybe some B-roll. You got some. Let's B -roll. just say some yeah. B-roll. Sure. Let's just say interesting B-roll. Of the general just some area. Some still photography. Yeah, some still photography. <laughs> so we we uh, followed Mark up this mountainous road oh, that was insane. Mark, by the way, is doing probably seventy miles an hour <laughs> up this up this rugged road with ruts that were like two feet deep. Um, I didn't know Ford Aerostars could move like yeah, that. Yeah, and by the way, he's driving in in like a nineteen eighty five Ford Aerostar <laughs> that. 
That's indestructible. Seemingly was involved in Desert Storm. (laughs) Um, So we're we're following him up Mount St. Helens, and we get up into that, not literally, we're not driving up the side of Mount St. Helens, but we get up into that area, and we, uh, we, you know, like, I'm freaking out because of the sun setting, we're losing light. We finally get to to the spot he wanted to go to, and we got some amazing footage. And then we drove a little further back down the road and we shot a great interview with Mark all about sort of the Ape Canyon story, um, its significance to the Bigfoot subject. And we've talked about Ape Canyon on Sasquatch before, so if you mm-hmm. want to go back through the archives and listen, you can. Um, so anyway, we, we had this whole interview and uh, when that was... When that was ended, what did we do? So then I shot, I shot some more B-roll, yeah. and we kind of got to appreciate Mount St. Helens in the in the slowly diminishing yeah. light. Which by the time we had left, which by the time we had started driving back down, the sun had already set behind Mount St. Helens, and it was getting dark. So, so it was it was kind of like a, the perfect start to the trip, yeah. and also like a, an immediate awareness on my part that I had horribly underestimated the amount of work I was creating for us. <laughs> yeah, but there's just something about standing there by the sign that says Ape Canyon Trailhead, mm-hmm. and it just hits you like you're you're here at the location of a place that you've only read about for decades, in, in my case, and now you're there. And not to mention being on Mount St. Helens, which, you know, being a, a kid in 1980 and uh, just the weight of history does sort of there just sort of hanging in the air that was just an awesome moment and I really didn't want to leave you know I, but but it was perfect I mean it was like we we're traveling non-stop all day for about an hour's worth of time in that particular place and it was worth it completely to be there and not not and like you said then driving down Mount St. Helens in the dark I was like, okay, if we're going to see something, this is probably our best bet. I see some weird road crossing thing happen. Uh, this is where it's going to happen. Yeah, because the return trip was definitely, the sun had set, so yeah, it, was it, was, it, was, it was nighttime. Came down, crashed in Woodland, um, didn't sleep much because I was on an East Coast time. Yeah. It was a weird Woke up bright and early the next morning and started to... Mike, Jeff Byers is about to throw a banana at us. <laughs> um, woke up bright and early the next morning and, and started for the Olympic National Forest, uh, where we were supposed to meet up with Shane Corson and Derek Randalls of the Olympic Project. We drove, what, another four, uh, three... I can't remember. It was, it was hours. It's like three yeah. to five hours, somewhere in there. Yeah, right? more than that. Okay. In that was total, a lot. Yeah. yeah, to get up there, yeah. Okay, more another, like six. Okay, another six hours. <laughs> Jeez. And by the way, it was like five hours from Kennewick to Ape Canyon, and then another like six the next day. Yeah. So yeah, so we drove up to the Olympic National Forest the next day. But on the way, we kind of we made some stops. There, there was some of the most like unbelievable natural beauty I've ever seen in my life, yeah. like the Puget Sound and and that sea. What's the sea called? The uh, Salish Sea Salish is on the Canadian sea. side. It's yeah. the Juan de Fuca uh, yes. Sound or something. I don't know. It's an all-ages show, Mark. 
Come on. <laughs> you can bleep that out, can't you? Uh, so anyway, we... we um, Lake Crescent, I think, is probably the most unbelievable oh unbelievable sort of location we stopped at. Yeah. It, was, um, it was after we got into the Olympic National Forest, we came to this lake called Lake Crescent, and it's crazy. I've never seen... Mark compared it to Middle Earth. Um, the water's jade green, mm-hmm. and... Um, it's just ringed around by mountains. Yeah. This is lake in the middle of this unbelievable painting, like picturesque painting. Yeah. Uh, we pulled over and, and shot some B-roll out on this lake, and actually sat there for a couple minutes. I thought I I could have slept like right there. Mm-hmm. I was also starting to feel extremely fatigued, and I now that I'm talking about yeah. this, I'm starting to remember some things that might be a little tip in to what was about to happen. So like we. From there, we kind of drove over to uh, the Olympic Project, where we were meeting up with some of those guys, and um, they weren't there yet. We went on a little hike, but couldn't find anything interesting. Went back, and they were there. So, met up with the Olympic Project, um, and almost immediately, Shane wanted to walk us up a little hike on a little hill. It's like, you guys want to go for a little hike up a little hill? And I was like, yeah, it sounds great. 3,000 feet later... (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what the actual elevation was on this mountain, but like we ascended and descended a mountain in like half hour or no, I mean, it would have been about an hour. It it was like, right. It was like 35 to 40 minutes Uh, walking up a 45 degree angle hill with two. Well, Mark's much more in shape than I am these days, but I would say I'm horribly out of shape, middle-aged man. (laughs) So like we carrying follow, that um, yeah I was carrying thing. a tripod that was extremely heavy with a camera on it so we went up this hill and by the way I probably should I hadn't been drink for some reason I hadn't been drinking enough water since we got there too which probably which is weird because we were it seemed like we were always yeah we're still always drinking water now we are but I think at that point I wasn't because yeah, I think the, especially the day before on the flight and all that I know right. I wasn't. So the next the next day we were not the next day but we're we're going up this mountain. We reached the top and there's this place called Rock. Uh, they call it Rock House. Or Fouts Rock House. Fouts Rock House. Yep. So uh, just a huge boulder on the side of this mountain. And Shane's telling us about some of the interesting findings of the Olympic projects and stuff like that. Yeah. And I did realize that at that point I was really starting to feel it. And I think mm-hmm. you said too, like you were just really exhausted. I was covered in sweat. I mean, halfway up the hill I was. Like yeah, dying. and for for sort of like clarity on where we were at that point, we th- at this point we had been in the state for probably twenty eight hours, twenty nine hours, and we had already been from the sort of mid what it was the mid of the state south southeast section of the state all the way up to the top uh, to the north. Yeah. Uh, about as far far northwest yes, as you can get. As far, as far as you can get. And we had shot, we were, you know, shooting interviews. We had climbed two mountains. <laughs> um, so we were both feeling it. We go back down the mountain, and then we shot an interview, a great interview, with mm-hmm. Derek and Shane, all about the Olympic project and what they're doing. And We signed the Bigfoot bar. We signed the Bigfoot bar. And uh, Derek Randall's great guy. It was awesome to meet him. It was awesome yeah. to meet Shane Corson. And Shane has kind of been a friend of the show and a friend of 
of mine for a while through the internet and uh, so it's awesome to get to meet it's always cool to get to meet people that are into this that you like yeah who aren't who don't turn out to be insane or something mm -hmm. when you actually bump into them in person so yeah and you know after hearing them talk about their experiences up there I could easily just say, oh yeah, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind those guys are experiencing mm -hmm. something unusual. There's nothing There's nothing like this place, first of all. Mm -hmm. I've never seen forests that look the way the forests look here, and I've never seen sort of... There's a, I told them, there's a really like, almost like uh, primordial, yeah. like, like you've stepped back into the dinosaur age mm -hmm. <laughs> feeling to that place, to the Olympic... Yeah, it really is a rainforest. Yeah. <clears throat> the trees are all covered in moss. The rocks are all covered in moss. There's boulders growing out of the ground that... Like, I told them, I was, I was talking to Derek about Hocking Hills in Ohio. Mm -hmm. You know, it's this place where they built this entire tourism industry around these large rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and stuff Seriously, like that. Right. And you go into this place, and there's rocks that dwarf things that I've seen in Hocking Hills just sitting in the middle of the woods where yeah. no one, where there's no Somebody's trail. Somebody's property. Yeah. And so that was that was really stunning. Tell the um, cougar story. Oh yeah, so we were we're walking back down the mountain, and we're in the middle of talking. And somehow, off to my right, I heard. Even though we were in the middle of talking, I heard what very clearly was like a, a sort of a feline cry. And I stopped everyone immediately. And I was like, "There's a," I said, "There's a large cat through there." And um, Shane started. Shane immediately started off into the woods, off trail after it. And as soon as he did, you heard something take off up the hill. And he was like, oh yeah, uh, it's in here. So we, we immediately knew we were in the woods with a, with a dang cougar, with a mountain lion. Yep. Uh, and that apparently they're rife with them down there. Um, so so we, were, we at least got to experience some wildlife. We never yeah. saw it, but it was there. Yeah, right. Um, close to us. So that was kind of cool. I was glad Shane was with us and was armed. That's all I know. Exactly. If you and I had been in there, I was like, well, looks like I'm going to break Mark's leg and run. <laughs> right. I mean, that's the difference, I guess, is that Shane takes off in the direction of the mountain of lion. The mountain lion. I'm yeah. just like amazed. It's like wild kingdom come to life. We're living it. Yeah, but that, so that was fantastic. That was, I, I'm very thankful to them for opening up mm -hmm. that location to us because uh, that was just an exceptional afternoon. We came, um, we came down, like I said, we shot an interview with them that's really cool. I'm really excited to have that as part of the project mm -hmm. that I cannot name. Um, so we, we, we finished up there and we drove back to uh, Port Angeles. Yeah. Um, and at this point, we were very hungry, and both of us were pretty exhausted. In fact, I was really feeling it. And we, we got back to the hotel, which was exorbitantly priced. <laughs> and uh, a day's in that was exorbitantly priced. Yeah. Ordered a pizza that was exorbitantly yeah. priced. Right. Uh, like like $42 for a pizza. I've never... What in the world was happening? <laughs> in Washington, <laughs> fix things. Right. Um, yeah, I think they what they have figured out in Port Angeles is that you can't go anywhere else. Yeah, there's nowhere else to go. So, so you're stuck. So you you're charge you're, whatever you're they, want. they want. Yeah. So we we got uh, we stayed there for the night. During the middle of the night, I woke up horribly sick, like probably the sickest I've been in a long time. And for the next, uh, let's see, that was like 
48 hours. Yeah, it's 48 hours. I was just pretty much violently ill. Um, It was really only in the really horrific stages for the first like six hours, but the next day was pretty bad too, and then the next night was pretty lousy. So it turned out I had altitude sickness uh, from probably from ascending and descending Mm -hmm. that hill or mountain so fast. So there's a friend of our family who's so sensitive to that that just going to another city mm-hmm. that has a higher location like Salt Lake City mm-hmm. where we were um, touches it off in her so okay. these are all things that we learned in retrospect yeah <laughs> if we had known them at the time it might have helped I also think like because I guess one of the big things is keep drinking water and mm-hmm. I had not been drinking water yep. and yeah. I, th- I think I was especially dehydrated coming down that mountain because it, mm-hmm. was, it was taxing we were both soaked in sweat yep so anyway, uh, the the following day was was pretty much just um, Mark trying to keep me alive mm-hmm. for the most part. And mission accomplished. Mission so accomplished. far, I'm still here for now. <laughs> so I think that's about it. We showed up here. Does that mean I'm a wilderness survival? Yeah, expert you're a survival now? expert. He's sweet. Carried me through. <laughs> So we, we got into yeah. uh, Kennewick, and we have thus far had a, a pretty amazing time at the International Bigfoot Conference and Film Festival, where we got to sort of host the West Coast premiere of The Bray Road Beast last night. Oh, man, I named one of the... Uh, the Bray Road Butterfly. Someone's going to leave a bad iTunes review. Yeah. A whiny iTunes review. <laughs> um, so, then yeah. we'll cry into the night. Yeah. As a result of that yeah this has really been i mean watching the that film mm-hmm. was pretty cool because it's uh they've got a super uh projection and sound system we found out it's almost brand new mm-hmm. in the uh, three rivers is it three rivers, three rivers um, convention, convention center yeah. yeah so it made it a great place to see the film it's so weird because seth and i have both seen it over and over again Mm -hmm. but it was great this I saw things in scenes that I hadn't seen before and Hmm. maybe that's because usually I'm watching the phone the film on my phone oh really I didn't know that yeah okay but um, just detail was there that was really cool and the soundtrack that uh, Brandon worked on Mm -hmm. was really pronounced yeah. mixed and it just sounded great looked great the biggest thing for me is always like I keep the most positive thing I've been hearing so far is Zach and Santino's cinematography mm-hmm. mostly Zach is mm-hmm. director of photography so, yeah. and, and it stands out I didn't watch the whole movie but the parts I was watching was kind of cool to get to see that on the big screen for the first time now what's super cool about a, a situation like this is that you get almost immediate feedback mm-hmm. and as you know and along with that you find some kindred spirits here, so it's been cool to connect with some people who evidently have watched other films and um, like the type of movies that you like in general, like yeah. B-movies and 50s yeah, special things. effects we, we extravaganzas. Had, we didn't have anything with, to do with making anything like that, though. Yeah. Don't talk about it. We've never made any movies. Well, except for that long-form uh, stop-motion. Yeah. Ex- you know. That's there. Epic. <laughs> so um so yeah I don't know this is we just kind of wanted to catch people up on what we've been up to and how this trip was going we we will probably attempt to record again I think we wanted to do kind of like one or two episodes while we're doing this so yeah we might try to get another episode in tomorrow um 
or even later tonight or something we'll try to record maybe we can come up with like a topic but basically these are going to be the final episodes of Sasquatch even though we already did the final episode of Sasquatch yep. this is going to be a slight continuation and an ending yeah we are we are exhuming the dead horse and we're going to beat it some more and mm-hmm. then rebury it and yes then resurrect yeah it resurrects <laughs> as some sort of uh Phoenix from the ashes yes. called Monsteropolis, yep. which will be coming sometime. I'm thinking October, but I'm not sure yet. You know, like my assumption is it would show up in October, but it could be November. It just depends on when we finally get around yeah. to recording. Well, that, that'll be a podcast then too, and yes. all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. So, so a podcast coming soon from the guys that made Sasquatch. A show. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thought about it? Man, it's unbelievable. Those guys won't go away. <laughs> um. Anything else? Anything to add? Is this um, the end of the episode? Well, I will just say one thing, and that is if you've ever entertained thoughts of coming out to the Pacific Northwest, mm, do, do it. it. You have to do it. It's unbelievable. Yeah, do it. If you want to be awed by mountains and just the beautiful terrain, because, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we scratched the surface of the surface. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could come back and just be here for... 14 days hiking oh, trails yeah. and stuff and never run out of things to see no i mean we were we we had to scrape um scrap an entire day worth of extra travel and filming we were supposed to do because i got sick and so like we we had already we we did manage though insanely enough to travel a large i mean two thousand miles of the state we saw yeah. um the the olympics uh the northern cascades the north cascades national park uh mount st helens like all, all the kind of like, or not all, but a lot of the famous landmarks, right? Uh, natural wise, nature wise, we mm-hmm. got to see. So, all right, we're gonna wrap up. We're gonna, we'll be back. We'll, we'll try to, I don't know how we're gonna post the show. I think we're probably gonna have to post it when we get back, but maybe I can figure out some way to get it up to like later today or something. We'll, we'll try to get it posted. Either way, uh, thank, I guess thanks for listening. Yeah. See you again soon. See you again soon. Bye. Was there a way I used to sign off on the show? I don't remember. Oh, no, not really. Not really. We just cut it off at some point. Sounds about right. (laughs) All right, that's it. Bye. Bye.